Hi guys, welcome to What the Flow. I'm Sophia Silva, and our guest today talks about her radical experience through her midlife crisis and how, <laughs> how she sold all her possessions, left her job, and traveled the world all by herself. She's the author, and she's also the director of the Soul Center in OC, and we're gonna talk a little bit more about her books, The Second Envelope, and why did this happen to me? I don't know. Ready. Sophia Silva is a positive psychology coach who shares with her audiences the knowledge of leading figures to provide a roadmap for people who are interested in leading a life worth living. This is What the Flow with Sophia Silva. So she's pretty awesome. Welcome, Dr. Jeanette Hello. Freeman. Sophia, it's so nice to see you be yeah, here. Thanks. It's nice to have you on. Thank you. So what happened in your so-called midlife crisis? You know, I had been doing the same thing forever. I was divorced two years, my kids were grown up, and I just needed to be afraid again, if that makes sense. So you were too comfortable in your so, lifestyle? I was so comfortable, I wanted to do something, and I just couldn't stand the thought of spending the rest of my life where I was living, is in Fresno, and doing the same thing day in and day out. And one day I took a vacation, I'm walking on the beach in Mexico, and I had a vision, I, I know it sounds crazy, but I just had this vision that was like, it's like unhook and walk the beaches of the world. Like, it was like that. But That's crazy. Do you know how sometimes when you have an idea and it's a full body idea that you know with every cell of your body you should do this? Yeah. Because I've been aching for something and I didn't know what and I knew I needed to take time off. I needed to leave something radical. What made you actually do it? Because I think sometimes people will have that feeling and then after they go to sleep oh, they wake up the next day and they're like, maybe exactly. not. Oh, that did happen. <laughs> but the good thing was is that I was in Mexico for another week. So for that whole week I visualized it. I dreamed about it and I had complete freedom to lay on the beach and think about it and dream about it and get on the internet and just pretend that it could be possible and by the time I had done that I went home going I can do this I can figure out how to do this but you're absolutely right two days home telling a couple people <laughs> I almost threw it away and the yeah. truth is I almost threw it away a million times yeah it was hard and it was one of the most terrifying things ever to think about ripping away I was a minister I had a congregation I loved them they loved me and I knew that that would be really difficult I knew that my family would be upset I knew that it would cause a lot of havoc and I had to make that choice for me right. which is hard like right I had children and a big church It was like I, I had to make a decision that said yes to I will die here or I will follow my heart and so you know it took me six months to prepare and to get yeah. ready and to sell things off mm. and and it just it I still can't believe that it happened and every part of it was was so terrifying yeah right it was so yeah. terrifying but it was I did it <laughs> right yes and I learned yeah. so much about myself how long did you travel for uh, just about a year okay mm -hmm. so you're like the real deal eat pray love that's exactly right the that's real a, deal the, I'm the real deal <laughs> so what did you learn I mean what kind of what did you learn about yourself about the world about your work one thing I learned is that when I go to a new place for three days I'm terrified 
Why? And that's good to know because when you when you move into a situation where you've never been before, now make mm -hmm. it a, a different country and make it where you don't know where you're going and you don't speak the language, every part of your body will go into reaction of fear. You can't even help yourself. Your body's, you know, you don't have your bearings. You're afraid it's something new. And so I used to panic. And when I finally realized about the third stop that I will be terrified for three days and then it will pass. That just like let me be afraid and not know and know that it wasn't going to yeah. kill me. And you were very in tune with yourself too. You, you right. figured it out. Right. How right. you worked. Right. Yeah. 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 You know, you can't let fear stop you. And every time you're going to do something new, it is going to be terrifying. Right. I love that. You know, because people are so afraid of that and it holds them back from so many things. Right. And to me, I literally, I, I, what I've learned is if I'm not afraid, I'm doing something wrong. Right. I'm too complacent, too comfortable. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, and that was the thing I said. I needed to do something really terrifying because at some level I needed to get my confidence right. back. You know, and, and does I, that help, it helps with your confidence, right? It, it totally does because you, you go, wow, I actually did that. Exactly. And if you just do the same thing and you know in your heart that you're not pushing the envelope a little bit, then you don't love yourself more. You know, it's, yeah. you, we need to stretch and live on the edge a little bit mm -hmm. to, to, to find out and to mine out of us a strength and a quality we didn't yeah. know we had. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you said after I think about the third time that you just knew was it was gonna you were gonna be terrified for three days and you'd get over it. Do you think it gets easier with time after you you do it once you overcome the fear then you can do it again and again and again and yes. it becomes a habit? Yes, it 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 does because you realize oh that didn't really kill me. You right. Know, <laughs> I'm, I'm sleeping on a bench you know outside of Singapore. Uh, Bangkok airport, right? And I'm oh just God. like, can't get a flight and this and that. And I wasn't even afraid because that was like in the middle of the trip. So it was like, I just learned to go with the flow, deal with what came up. Yeah. And I was able to handle so much more without any fear. I got, had the sense that, so I know that that the spirit of God, life, universe is right where I am, right? Like I have this sense yeah. that I'm safe and I ha just have this sense that, that that's true. So that helps, right? To be able to go out into other situations and know that I was safe and, mm -hmm. I, and I was, you know, I always, I always felt fairly safe that mm -hmm. I would be able to get through any bind that I found myself in. <laughs> that's some self-confidence right there. <laughs> well, I, I, I don't know, I, I wasn't that kind of confident travel person. That wasn't me. I'd only been on a yeah. trip by myself one time in my life. So, so what did your family think of this? I mean, how did they handle that? Okay, so like my, ki my kids, now my kids who are adults, <laughs> they're like, wow, mom, that's awesome. I mean, my kids know me, we are like this, and my kids think that's awesome. Yeah. So my kids were 100% supportive. Okay, that's you know, good. And, and I have a lot of extended family, and my my sisters, God bless them, weren't all that excited about it, and pretty much thought I was nuts, okay? So there's that. Like, what are you doing? I know. And I left them behind, like, you know, it, it's, it's like, People depended on me for a lot of things, and then I just wasn't there anymore. And so it right, changed their dynamic. Tough. It changed their dynamic. And 
you know, I think this whole idea of taking risk, and especially like in myself, for myself, in midlife. Okay, now you're too young to know this, but <laughs> I, have, I think we we're the same. Life crisis. Like, I know exactly. <laughs> we have ongoing, and uh, for everybody, it comes a time when it's up to you to recreate yourself, right, and not live by the identities that have controlled you and yeah. that was one of the things that was little boxes. was mostly on my mind and was to let go of all the identities that I thought that I was and that was the unhook piece you know to I'm not a minister I'm not a mother you know I don't have to take care of one person I was completely selfish I did whatever I wanted do you feel like because you took the time to do you that you came back much better prepared to to fulfill that same like, I don't know to give back to other people to be yes, present for other exactly. people exactly I yes because it's so much a part of who I am in fact yeah. at the end that was the biggest difficulty was I have got to work again I was like <laughs> I cannot walk on this beach one more day you know like right. I need to go to work I right. need to I need to talk I need to coach I need to be with people yeah. I need to do that I need yeah. to do this and so that's what ended up bringing me to to Orange County and uh, joining up with the Soul Center OC yeah. and do the work that I love and the universe worked it all out that I could go do this and then when I came back was able to make contacts down here and start this Soul Center OC and start a new life all over again you know but through the process it was terrifying and I didn't know where I was going to work again and that became the next yeah. huge fear is like okay I let go of all my identities uh, but I need a new one now. Yeah. Like, what do I want to create? <laughs> yeah. Right. And yeah. what do I want to create? And so it's like well, opening how? up to spirit to say, what do I want to create? What do yeah. I want to visualize? And what yes. do I want to bring in? Mm -hmm. You know. And 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 that's so important. And I, sometimes it just takes that time to get off by yourself and really sit so you with that authentic love and that authentic power so that what comes out of you will be yeah. where you really want to be. I yeah, I couldn't agree more. Like yeah. we all need time to just focus on ourselves so that we can actually give to the world. Right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So how did you, uh, once you got back and you said you lost your identity, how did you kind of get your identity back and get the ball rolling again with a new job and all that? Because that, that was terrifying. Right. Uh, <laughs> synchronicity, meeting the right person at the right time. I really had no plan and, and I'm really shy. Like, no, you're I, not. I know, right? I, <laughs> I'm really, you're I'm lying. not, I'm, I, but I'm totally not good about picking up the phone, cold calling, oh, okay. yeah. looking for situations, yeah. and, and it's easier for me to stay in and go network and everything. Yeah. I'm, I, it's, it's, anyway. This program is brought to you by Anaheim Stoneworks, the company that has taken all the obstacles out of your way. From start to finish, Anaheim Stoneworks takes care of each and every step to give your home the unique look that you've been dreaming of. Anaheim Stoneworks. Quality from start to finish. Master Toddy LA Training Center offers authentic Muay Thai training with locations in Bangkok, Pomona, and Anaheim. For more information, visit MasterToddyLA.com. So, I think that's tough for all of it us. Just it just happened that I met somebody on a bike ride that was here and later on that he knew the founders of this soul center we connected and I had started two churches before so they just wanted to know how to do it 
you know. And yeah. so I just consulted with them until the finally, like six months into it, it really worked out that I could move down here, and That's the cool. doors opened. And it was there was nothing there. There was like 20 people yeah. in that place. Yeah. And they says, can you come down here and do this church? We have no money to pay you. And, uh, but I just think you'd be great here. And I knew it was right. You know, it was again, yeah. full body. Yes. Right. Yeah. I knew it was right. And I'm like, I knew it was right. And I knew that if it was right, I could, in, I, I knew if I came, I could build it. Mm -hmm. Like I just, that's what I do. I knew I could do that. And so I was like, okay, so we're gonna demonstrate a place for me to house sit or something, right? Because we gotta find a housing housing situation. I know, and what's right? my housing <laughs> is taking care I need to live somewhere. <laughs> I need to live somewhere. <laughs> and you know, it just totally opened up. I had yeah. this fabulous, beautiful home on top of the world in Laguna Beach so cool. for three months. And I just had this it's not a bad gig. <laughs> right? <laughs> and again, that was like somebody that yeah. knew somebody and the doors opened up, you know. And so I think that's what happens. We we don't have those kind of miracle moments unless we're willing to take the step first unless and you're we're open willing to, it. to step you're open and you're to open it. and you're like yeah. I'm just moving forward and I know the doors are opening yeah right? I, no, and then absolutely. you gotta you know still stay positive and you still gotta keep your mind in the right mind space in order yeah. to be the one that can receive the great you know Absolutely. Synchronistic so awesome. things. So yeah. what kind of work do you guys do at the Soul Center? I like lighting fires under people to say, hey, come on, you know, there's a light inside of you and it knows what to do. And, yes. and, and then it's like, yeah, and teaching. I teach a lot of classes in science of mind and in, um, like I'm doing one on the power of decision and teach a lot of class. I did one last uh, couple weeks ago on neuroplasticity oh about the, about I, the brain and yeah. how the brain is wired. Yeah. And the thing is, is the brain is wired a certain way and the subconscious is running our life and people pretty much live at 95% unconsciousness and 5% <laughs> consciousness. Oh boy. It's crazy. Unless they start waking up and making and realizing and start to have awareness that a lot of the things they're doing. Yeah, you're on autopilot. Autopilot. Yeah, right. I know. But right. the other thing too with neuroplasticity is that we can change that. Our brain changes. Yes. We can change our habits and it works. Isn't it great? Yeah. And the fact that science is saying that now yeah. and the science we didn't is to think affirming that. this is mm -hmm. huge. Mm -hmm. I love that. It's huge. Uh -huh. Yeah, I mean, people through like people can change habits. I forget how many days it is, but yeah. you can actually reprogram yourself. Absolutely, so absolutely, you can do it. Yeah, in my first book, why did this happen to me again? I mean, the whole book is about the subconscious mind, and it's about the whole book is about repetition. If yeah. you want a new experience, mm -hmm. you've got to have a new thought, but you've got to have it more than one time. So you need to do something again and again and again. And so then I created sleep learning programs. What's that? It's like, you know, beautiful, positive affirmations put to really soft music that puts you to sleep. Oh. And then and you listen to it as you go to sleep. And then it's going, and you, you know, you play it on well, reverse kind of, yeah. all night long while you're sleeping. So it's going into your subconscious mind while you're sleeping. So I started making those for my children like oh, really? 35 years ago on a little cassette player, right? Oh, so wow. they're all night long. They so, can they're so they're ahead of the game. So they're ahead of the game, so how can people start to make that change? I feel like it's so difficult if you're, you said 95% unconscious, we're on autopilot, <clears throat> and we're in these repetitive thoughts. Like, what's like that first step to breaking you that? You first have to have a desire, okay? And it's gotta be big. Like, if you don't want to change, right. are you going to? No, mm -hmm. so that's, it's like find your, 
Find your pat. Find a yes. Find something that's important to you yeah. and visualize it and, and visualize it until you get excited about it. Mm -hmm. So when you when you do that, that's going to give you some motivation. So that's number one. Have a desire, and then and then the other thing is you've got to have I think one or two sentences that you can pull out of your back of your head so easy it's like th that you say like, let's say you have a problem in relationships and you don't feel good enough but if you say I've got I am no I am loved and I am lovable mm -hmm. you know I'm loved and I yeah. am lovable I mean it's easy but if you say that over and over and over and you look in the mirror and you say it over and over and over and as, the trick is as soon as you catch that other self-talk coming up is to catch it early before you're actually down with tears and causing all kinds of Yeah, so, <laughs> Oh yeah, I'm I'm awesome. Like pat on the back. Like I did it. It builds your self confidence. I know, it totally does. You like honor honor leap. the honor the good things that you do and forget the other ones, right? Yeah. And then just yeah. keep keep self talk that's really positive and yeah. powerful. Fake it till you make it. Exactly. <laughs> that's true, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it it's it's good. So so second envelope is all about your trip, correct? Yes. And then why this happened to me is, is more about kind of yeah, the repetitiveness. Why, why this happened to me again is really a, a good self-help book with steps and one, two, three, and That's this is awesome. what you do, and lots of affirmations and, and lots of information. The second envelope is written in storytelling, like oh, a fiction book. It's like it's, two sides of you. That's, get that's both right. Sides so of you. It's, 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 it just it tells, you know, the, this crazy relationship that I had. Uh, I was in this whole book starts out in Switzerland oh. where uh, the guy dumps me and this is true because like I was going to plan I was planning all this trip and then I had this boyfriend that was you know kind of on and off he's one of the you're so you went like, through a lot of things on this trip. so it was like heartbreak heartbreak with this guy and then finally we're really together and he's gonna we, we're going to Switzerland first and I'm gonna go down to Dominican and he's gonna join me and he's gonna do all this stuff and so then we get in Switzerland and we have this fabulous love-filled wonderful week you know love with this man and, and then the very next day when I'm supposed to leave and then he's gonna be joining me later he says you know, I just don't think we should see each other anymore. I want to see other women. I'm like, but what about I'm leaving this? tomorrow and I got to leave with this, right? I, yeah. It was <laughs> the perfect thing. Yeah. Because now it was the trip that it was always supposed to do, but that was a little bit of a comfort blanket for me to go, oh, he's going to be coming and meeting me in different oh, yeah. places. So, but this had to be my trip. Yeah, man. You just dived off the deep it end. It had to be all mine. And yeah. the universe knew that, you know, so it was like that kind of held my hand until I was almost yeah. there. And then it... You know, and that was such a part of my healing too, because that was mm -hmm. an ongoing year relationship that was very painful, and that was very painful in that whole experience. Mm -hmm. So my whole first two months in my place was constant. Oh, 
like dealing like with three, that, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, dealing with yeah. that. So, you know, I mean, what's a good story without a good heartbreak? I know. I had a good love affair, okay? There might be one of those in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I'm quoting that. That's right. <laughs> Dr. That's Jeanette Freeman. That's right. Good love affair, Paige. <laughs> Yeah, but anyway, so there's two different two different styles of of writing, and the second envelope is very interesting, and it's a good read, and it's in, take an hour and a half to read it, not very long, and and it's it's got some you know nice little messages without being real preachy and how to everyone. What I've noticed in talking to people is they all get different things from it. Yeah, people, you know, you get what it is that you mm. need, and yeah. wherever you are in your particular yeah. life, there'll be something that really just speaks to you you know and I mean you know, like part of it it's my like, life has been that way with a lot of stuff right it's like you know somebody might say like part of it's like traveling lightly like all the things that you carry and I was constantly and you know, I started out a lot and I'm pretty soon I got like a backpack and a carry-on because if you right. can't carry all your stuff right you're screwed okay yeah so <laughs> it's like things that you learn but that's really important with life and how much I, we carry on or we have to take care of and how much stuff we, yeah. do we really need yeah right well thank you so much for sharing oh, your story I love talking to you and mm -hmm. I think we can learn a lot from you thank you if you like the show please subscribe to my channel Sophia Silva and follow me on Instagram or hit like on my Facebook page and thank you for watching